0: Careers at Mayo Clinic are life-changing for employees and for our patients. The Center for Digital Health creates digital products and seamless patient experiences through simplicity, innovation, and the human touch. We are currently hiring in critical areas on our team, including product development, experience design, data and analytics, portfolio management, and more. Join us in the Center for Digital Health. Become part of Mayo Clinic's mission. We inspire hope and create new ways of delivering trusted healthcare solutions for patients around the world. Visit jobs.mayoclinic.org forward slash c-d-h hyphen jobs to find out more.
3: music say...
4: Yes, sir, Amos, that music say good health to all from Rexall.
5: The Amos and Andy Show, written by Joe Connolly, Bob Mosier, and Bob Ross, featuring Ernestine Wade, Johnny Lee, Amanda Randolph, Roy Glenn, Millie Bruce, Mel Blank, Jeff Alexander's music, yours truly, Harlow Wilcox, and starring radio's all-time favorites... Freeman Gosden and Charles Correll, Amos and Andy! How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Freeman Gosden. For a long time now, whenever my partner and I hear our friends talking about the kind of vitamins they're taking, we break into the conversation with just two words. Rexall plenumens. We do that because we and our families have learned for ourselves that plenamins are one of the best balanced vitamin formulas you can buy. So if you are looking for a multivitamin product that you can depend on, try plenamins. That's P-L-E-N-A-M-I-N-S. Plenamins, they're at every Rexall drugstore. One of the great American family games is guessing what the new neighbors are going to be like. Well, the apartment across the hall from the Kingfish's has been rented. And right now, the Kingfish and his mother-in-law are peeking out the window watching the moving van as it's being unloaded. Uh, Mama dear, would you kindly remove that big fat torso so I can get a look?
6: Mind your own business, Baldy!
3: Mama, the way that stomach of yours is overlapping the sill there, people are going to think we got a bay window around here.
7: Would you both come away from the window? It's so embarrassing.
3: Yeah, well, they got most of the stuff unloaded anyway.
7: Did they have some nice things? Oh, yes, daughter. Mostly antiques.
3: Well, yeah, they had some chairs with peculiar legs on them, legs that uh, bulged out and then come in again. Uh, had a lot of knobs on them. Uh, well, they are uh, uh, a lot like your mama's dad. <laughs>
7: Oh, you mean the legs was like Duncan Fife's legs.
3: Well, I don't know. I ain't never seen old man Fife with his pants rolled up. I... <laughs> now,
6: look here, son-in-law. Don't you go find no fault with my figure, because you ain't no Adonis.
3: What you talking about?
6: Well, look at that shape of yours. You's he all head and stomach. You look like two bowling balls held together with bailing
2: wire. Well, <laughs> so now, wait a minute, Sheriff. If you think...
6: George, about...
7: that's enough of that. I was thinking, as soon as the new neighbors get settled across the hall, we'll go over and introduce
3: ourselves. Yeah, well, I better be the one to introduce myself. Now, I noticed they had a lot of nice stuff on that van.
7: Well, what you getting at, George?
3: Well, now, I'll go over, introduce myself, and ask them if there's any little thing that I can do for them. That'll throw them off balance, you see. And before they recovers, I'll be in there borrowing stuff right and left.
7: (laughs) Now, George...
3: Uh, Honey, it's the only way to do it. Now, I'll get him uh, like a sitting duck. I tell you what, I'll...
0: uh, Wait a minute, I'll get it. Uh, yeah? Uh, How do you do? I'm Mr. Jackson. We're moving in across the hall.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was just coming over to
0: see you. Uh, Tell me, Mr. Jackson, (laughs) is there any little thing that we can do for you? Well, as a matter of fact, there is. We haven't unpacked yet, and I have a list here. I wonder if I could borrow one mop and pail, two cakes of soap, some cleaning powder, a vacuum cleaner, a bottle of milk, and... Oh, yes, our water isn't turned on. I wonder if my wife could come over and rinse out a few things in your bathroom. Only smoke, the sitting duck done shot me, well.
4: well how are you getting along with the new neighbors, Kingfish? Well,
3: Andy, they moved in a week ago, and they've been borrowing steady ever since. Hmm. When I goes into their apartment, I feel more at home than a dozen of my own. <laughs> yeah,
4: well, that's an awful thing, having somebody
3: move next door to you that it is worse than you people's is. Well, Andy, this fellow is the sneakiness moocher you don't ever see. It. Yeah, he's the type that come over and say that they're just about to sit down to dinner and discover that they ain't got no sugar for the coffee. Mm. And while you're getting the sugar, he makes the discovery that he ain't got no coffee. <laughs> From then on, he's like Columbus. He discovers he ain't got no bread, meat, or vegetables. And by the time he's finished, you find out as far as eating was concerned, the only thing they had was the desire. Yeah, well, I know
4: how it is with them moochers. I had a fellow once live next door to me that was always barring things. One night he wanted to borrow him a car. I give him that. Then he come back and borrowed five bucks for gasoline.
3: Yeah, pretty nervous fellow, huh?
4: Yeah, but the payoff was when he called back and wanted to know what my gal was doing that night. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. When it comes to moochers, there ain't no worse moocher than a smooch moocher.
3: Well, these Jacksons are something on top of everything else. They got a dog over there. One of them German shepherds, you know stands about four feet high. Got a set of teeth like Cesar Romero. <laughs>
2: well,
3: uh, you done mentioned the fellow
4: and the dog. Uh, what is Mrs. Jackson like?
3: Well, I ain't met her yet, Andy. She does most of her barring doing the daylight hours. Uh, the other night she borrowed Sapphire's only evening dress. She really stretched the thing out of shape. She did, huh? Yeah, uh, where Sapphire was, she wasn't, and where Sapphire wasn't, she was. <laughs> Just come back with more lumps in it than a slab of peanut brittle, eh? Yeah,
2: well,
4: uh, what you gonna do about the situation, Kingfish?
3: Well, I'm gonna put a stop to it. From here in, the only thing that the Jacksons gonna exchange with us is sneers. Oh, George, I'm glad
7: you're home. I just baked
3: this pan of biscuits. Would you take them over to Miss Jackson? Biscuits? No, we ain't being nice to the Jacksons no more. Our good Samaritan days is over. I ain't doing it.
7: George, take these biscuits over to Miss Jackson.
3: What did you say?
7: I said take these biscuits over to Miss Jackson.
3: That's what I thought you'd say. I'll be right back on it. <laughs> oh, me. I ought to throw these biscuits right in their face, but I know Sapphire's biscuits can do more damage if they eat them. Well, here's the door. Hmm, I wonder what this Miss Jackson's like. she's anything like her husband, she's probably got a face on her like a sick beaver. I'll bet that...
7: Yes? May I help you? Uh,
3: yes, yeah, I, uh, uh... Is, uh, Mrs. Jackson home?
7: Why, Mrs. Jackson.
3: You mean a cute little thing like you? I mean a pretty little, uh... I mean, that is, the thing, you got the... the... <laughs>
7: oh, you must be the Mr. Stevens from across the hall. Do come in. Uh,
3: yeah, I'll do that.
2: <laughs>
7: oh, Mr. Stevens, you brought these biscuits over for little old me. How perfectly darling of you.
3: Yes, it was darling of I me, mean, wasn't it, uh... <laughs> I tell you, you see, I seed my wife making a batch, and I say that we must bring some over to the Jacksons. Uh, that's what I done
7: said. Ha, ha,
2: ha. Well, thank you
7: again. Here, let me put the biscuits down. Uh. Oh, Mr. Stevens, I see your tie is a little crooked. Let me straighten it out. <laughs> there we are.
3: <laughs> Could you use a strawberry shortcake? <laughs>
7: Put the biscuits in the kitchen i'll be right back mm-hmm, yeah
2: <laughs>
7: well
3: the jacksons appear to be much more charming people than i thought they were
2: hmm.
3: they're still unpacking here they got a lot of open suitcases all over the living room hmm, fella got some nice shirts here hmm feel like nice material too oh what's this under the shirts here look at there a loaded pistol Holy mackerel. I got her to death faster than I thought I did. I'll just have to send Sapphire back for my shoes.
1: Good evening. It's your Rexall family druggist speaking to you for the 10,000 independent druggists who have made the word Rexall part of our own store names. We've done that because we recommend and sell the 2,000 or more drug products made by the Rexall Drug Company. Like Bismarex, for example. This famous antacid with the exclusive Rexall formula often neutralizes excess stomach acidity in one minute. And its ingredients work in a continuous relay so that the relief they give is prolonged. Remember to ask for Bismarex, B-I-S-M-A hyphen R-E-X. At Rexall Drug Stores everywhere
7: george stevens i don't care if you did see a gun mr jackson probably has it around for some logical reason oh
3: sure yeah the boy probably counting on going deer hunting up and down lennox avenue
7: <laughs>
3: i tell you he's got a criminal fist look at them ears of his flat against his head
7: george no sign he's a criminal. Certainly
3: it is. You only get ears like that from sticking them through bars.
2: <laughs>
7: I tell you,
3: he is some kind of a crook.
7: George, this is all supposition. You don't know if any of this is true about Mr. Jackson. I think he's a very fine character myself. Mama's going to be out this evening, and I have invited Mr. and Mrs. Jackson to drop over tonight for a social evening.
3: What? You bringing that gun-toting monster in here, I won't have it.
7: George, they already been invited.
3: Well, if that's the case, I ain't taking no chances. I'm going to have Andy up here.
7: Well, what do you want Andy Brown here for?
3: Well, I want someone to help me keep an eye on that Jackson. And besides that, if he starts shooting, I want to have something else for him to shoot at while I'm going down the
7: fire. It's so nice of you and Mr. Jackson to come over this evening thank you. It was so
2: nice of you
0: to ask us. Yes, it certainly was. And it's nice meeting you, Mr. Brown. Mm, Likewise. Uh, By the way, I don't see Mr. Stevens. Where is he this evening? Uh, Here I is, over behind Mr. Brown. Oh, oh, yes. How are you, Mr. Stevens? I couldn't see Mohammed for the mountain. (laughs) Oh, Wilbur
2: is so clever.
0: Oh, yes. I've always been quick on the trigger.
2: Uh,
3: Help me up off the floor, Andy, will you? There he is, Kingfish.
0: Uh, Something wrong, Stevens?
3: Uh, Oh, no, no. I just slipped off my chair. I guess the seat of my trousers is shinier than I thought
0: they was.
7: (laughs) Would you people like to listen to the radio or talk or
0: what? Well, as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing like a little game of cards.
7: Oh, yes. We love to play cards. Well, we haven't played in such a long time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and besides, we don't have no cards.
7: (laughs) Well over to our place and get some cards. Oh,
0: never mind, honey. Look here. I just happened to have a deck on me.
7: Well, I'll go get a couple of chairs and move them up
2: to the table.
4: Uh-oh. Kingfish, you hear that? The last time I played cards with a fellow just happened to have a deck on him, I went home in the barrel.
2: Ah,
7: <laughs> oh, that's right. Now, you sit here, Mrs. Jackson. I'll sit here. And you sit over there.
0: Well, here we are. Now, what do you say? Shall we make it a little penny, Annie, with a quarter limit? Uh, now, wait a minute, sir. Wait a minute, sir. We know
3: play with money here. We usually <laughs> just play for some matchsticks. The last time we played, we was left without a match in the house. <laughs> I'd lighten my cigar from the pilot light for three days. Oh,
2: come
0: on, Stevens. It won't hurt. The most you can lose is a couple of dollars.
7: Oh, yes. I guess it's all right.
0: Yeah, well, I guess it's all right with me, too. Fine. Now, I'll just shuffle the cards here.
4: You got a barrel any place around this house.
0: <laughs> well, here we go. I'll deal out the cards. Well, I ain't
7: got nothing this hand
4: either. I pass. Yeah, I ain't got
0: nothing. Eyes out. Well, there you is. I got three beautiful tens. Well, tough luck, Stevens. I have three jacks and two kings.
3: Mm, that's the third part in the rule you've done won
0: Well, there you are, folks. Three queens, ace high.
3: That beat me. Hmm, that makes the 12th pot you don't want.
7: Well, all I got is these two fives.
0: I ain't got nothing. Well, I've got a pair of eights and a pair of tens. How about you, Mr. Stevens? Ha, ha, ha. Three aces.
3: Well, well, I finally won a pot and the biggest one of the evening.
7: Darling.
0: Uh, yes, dear?
7: Do three queens and two kings mean
2: anything?
0: Well, now, isn't that funny? The first pot I lose and my wife wins it. It wouldn't happen again in a million years. I got an idea that it would. Now,
2: <laughs>
3: Come on in the lodge hall, man. I want to talk to you. Yeah. What do you think of that Jackson uh, fella that we was with last night and watching him win all the money there?
4: Oh, boy, don't talk about him to me. That was pretty rough, Kingfish. You know something? I lost a dollar and 89 cents.
3: You lost a dollar 89, I lost eight bucks. Yeah, huh? No. Yeah. Of course, I give the man a no-good I.O.U., but that's beside the point. <laughs> I think he's a crook. Yeah. Well, you know, Kingfish, I've been thinking... Yeah, what you been thinking that boy?
4: Well, maybe you was wrong about this Jackson fellow. No. The whole thing might be just circumstantial evidence.
3: Mm. After
4: all, him and his wife could be lucky at cards. Mm, yeah. And then he might have that gun for protection in case his place was ramshackle.
3: Well, Henry, uh, maybe you're right about this Jackson fellow, Dad, uh, thinking over what you're saying there. They could have been borrowing that stuff because they wasn't unpacked, you know. Yeah, that's right.
4: And another thing, Kingfish, when a fellow is a character like you is, and he's been living with himself as long as you is, he's just natural, suspicious, of everybody else?
3: Yeah, Henry, uh, I believe you're right there, and... Well, I know you're right, boy, and it's a weight off my mind, knowing that Mr. Jackson ain't no crook. Sure, just cause he got flat ears, that don't make him no criminal? No, no, that's right, King. King. Oh, Andy, look at you. You got flat ears from sleeping in your derby. I know what you Is Is that you, George? Uh,
7: yeah, uh...
3: What's wrong with you and your mama there? I ain't never seen such faces. You look like a couple of vultures waiting for something to drop dead.
7: Oh, George, something terrible didn't happen. Mama done got her $1,200 pearl necklace out of the vault, and she had it on the coffee table an hour ago. And when we went to look for it, it was gone. Oh,
6: my beautiful necklace. My beautiful
3: Uh, Wait a minute. Now, tell me something. By any chance, uh, was the Jacksons over here today?
7: Why, yes. They was here about a half hour ago. We all had a cup of coffee
3: together. Mm, yeah.
7: George, what's wrong?
3: Honey, I think I can get that necklace back for you. Now, let's see. Let's see,
2: uh...
6: (laughs)
3: Now, if I, while I was trying to think of a way out of this mess, will you please tell your mama to stop carrying on like Betty Davis? Now, let's...
1: now,
5: here is your Rexall
1: family druggist. If I told you I could sell you a product that would serve as a refreshing mouthwash, a soothing gargle, a dependable breath deodorant, and a general household antiseptic. What would you say?
7: I'd say it'd have to be mighty good.
1: And it is, ma'am, because it's Rexol MI-31.
7: MI-31? Why is it called that?
1: Because that's the designation of a special antiseptic formula. A formula so carefully balanced that it kills contacted germs almost instantly when used full strength. Yet it won't harm delicate membranes of the mouth and throat. And that's why tangy, amber-colored MI-31 has so many different uses. What's more, Rexall gives you a full pint of MI-31 at the same price as other leading antiseptics of smaller quantity.
7: Let me have that name once more.
1: MI-31. You'll find it at Rexall drugstores everywhere.
3: That's the whole story, and that's why I come over to see you, Calhoun. I need
6: advice. So you think them Jacksons is the one that topped your mother-in-law's necklace? Yeah, now how can I get the thing back without causing no trouble? Well, now, there ain't no sense in getting the police in on this unless you has to, because you see, wait a minute, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a great idea. Good. A great idea. <laughs> I will go up there and throw a scan to this boy. I will tell him I knows he got the necklace, and I will tell him the smart thing to do is to hand it over. If he don't, they're going to be big trouble. That's my idea. But the only thing, Calhoun, this boy carry a gun. I get some pretty crummy ideas, don't (laughs) I? Now, listen, Calhoun, I want to make sure of my ground before I go to the police. Well, now, let's see here. Let's see well, the thing to do is wait till them Jacksons is out and, and then go up there and search their apartment. Yeah, search their apartment. Yeah. And I'll get Andy to
3: help me. You know, Calhoun, you wouldn't think that people that live next door to you, people that you have
6: been neighborly and generous to, could do a thing like that to you. Well, that's the way it is in life, Kingfish. We are always being betrayed by our friends. Sure. Why, why, look back at history. Uh-huh. Look at that great Chinese warrior, Chung Lo. He was captured by his boyhood friend, Genghis Khan. And Genghis put his old pal to the torture. He did, huh? Yeah, he put them big iron Chinese boots with the spikes in them on both of Ching Lo's feet. And then Genghis turned the screws tighter and tighter and tighter. Holy mackerel. And it was then that poor Chung Lo looked his friend Genghis in the eye and uttered them immortal words, Eh, hung me, Chung, Kong, Ling Ko, Yamachawa. What does that mean? These shoes are killing me
3: Well, Andy This
4: is the Jackson's back door Yeah, and it's dark up here, too Say, is you sure the three of them is out? Him, her, and that 45?
2: Oh.
3: Yeah, they old Andy and uh, he ain't home, I know, and she went to the movies. Yeah, well, how are we getting in here? Well, Andy, all these back doors has got glass transoms. Uh-huh. Now, I'll boost you up, and you look through the glass and get the lay of the land in there. Yeah, okay. Okay, Kingfish. Get set. All right, now let me brace my leg here. Yep. That's it. And put one foot on my knee there. That's yep. it.
2: Okay.
3: And put the other foot in my hand, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go up. One, two. All right, come on up. Get up there. Now. On my shoulders now. That's here, it. it. Stand up there. I got you. Hi there. Eyes up there, Kingfish. Uh, can you see anything through the transom? Mm, no, I can't see a thing. Well, get your nose right up to the transom and peek through it.
4: Yeah, yeah, well, I'm peeking, but I still can't see nothing.
3: Change eyes. Maybe the reflection is blinding you.
4: Uh, it's still no good, Kingfish. But listen, I think I know why I can't see nothing through this transom. Why not? It's a wooden transom.
2: <laughs>
3: Come on down, stupid. Get down on the ground. Andy, look here. We has got to figure some way to get into this apartment. Yeah. Let me try the door here. Hmm. Look at that. The door was open all the time. Yeah. Come on, Andy.
4: Now, I wonder for what reason anybody would leave the door open. Kingfish, I think we come face to face with a reason.
2: <laughs>
3: this is one of the nastiest reasons. I don't see it in a long
2: time. Yeah, I
3: forgot about him, Andy, but... It's all right. He knows me. And besides, these German shepherds is used to handling sheep. Everybody knows they're gentle. Yeah, we... <laughs> we... know he's
4: supposed to be gentle, and the sheep knows it. Supposed to be gentle, but I don't think the dog knows it. In <laughs> we ain't never going to get to search this apartment with this monster on
3: guard. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe we can make friends with him. I done read in the book once... That with a strange dog, the best way to make friends with him is to get down on your all fours and do just what he does.
4: Yeah, well,
3: do that, Kingfish. All ahead. right, everything he do, I gonna do. Well, I down on my own all four fours, yeah. He growls, so I'll growl. There. So I'll pan. Yeah. See, they are doing fine, Andy. Uh,
4: What you going to do now, Kingfish? The dog's wagging his tail.
2: <laughs> Andy, look. Look at that,
3: Andy. We're winning the dog over. He want to be friendly. Yeah. Listen, Andy. Tell you what. You sit here in the dark and play with him... And I'll go in and search the apartment. Now, whatever he does, you do. Yeah,
4: okay. Here, boy.
3: Come here, boy. Come here.
4: Now, hurry up, Kingfish. He might be friendly, but he's still looking at me like I was a soup bone.
3: Oh, me. I don't fool every drawer in the place out. Wait a minute. What's this? A jewelry box. Let me turn the light on you. Holy mackerel, there's a lot of stuff in there. These people must be jewel thieves. And look at there. Here on top, there's Mama's pearl necklace. Ah, you take that. I better turn the lights out and get out of here. Oh, you back, Kingfish? Yes, Andy. And I found the pearl necklace. Come on, Andy, let's get out of
2: here. (laughs) Andy,
3: what is the dog crying about? Well, while you were
4: searching the apartment, he done bit me, so... I done what you said. I done bit him back.
3: So far home, I got some great news for you. Where's your mama?
7: Oh, she's in the bedroom, George. She's so happy. Yeah, well,
3: that's fine, but the thing that I want to... Right
7: after you left, George, she found her pearl necklace in her old alligator suitcase. Yeah, well, that's
3: what I, uh... What's this, the old alligator found? What is that mean? <laughs> she found
7: them. It was in her suitcase all the time. Ain't that wonderful news?
3: Honey, you how going out.
7: Why, George, it's almost supper time. When will you be back?
3: With good behavior in about five years.
2: George! <laughs>
4: Yes, Amos, that's the whole story.
2: Oh,
3: me, Andy, I ain't never heard of nothing like this before.
4: Well, it's the Kingfisher's fault for getting superstitious to everybody.
3: Yeah, but what in the world has he done with the necklace he took out of the Jackson's apartment?
4: Well, there was no way he can put it back, so the first thing this morning, he's taking it down to the police station and saying he found it on the street.
3: Yeah, well, I guess that's about all he can do.
4: Oh, yeah, that way the police will never think he had nothing to do with taking it out of there. They'll think the real crook dropped it.
3: Yeah, I see.
4: Oh, yeah, I tell you, Amos, when it comes to getting out of a jam, they don't come no smarter than that kingfish. No wonder his head ain't got no hair on it. It's all brain,
2: you know that?
3: Are you sure this story you're telling me about the necklace is true? Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Officer. I, I just happened to find it uh, uh, over on the street by the river. Well, do you happen to know that the Jackson's apartment up on 134th Street was robbed last night, and a necklace fitting this description was stolen? No, sir, no, sir. Like I've been telling you, my name is Wilbur J. Thompson, and I I just got in from Kansas City last night, and I don't know no Jacksons. I don't know nobody in town.
4: Well, I guess you're telling us the truth. You just step in the next room with me. I'll just turn the necklace over to the lieutenant. You can go on about your business. Oh, Fine. Oh, Lieutenant,
6: uh, this is Mr. Wilbur J. Thompson, the man who found the necklace.
0: Well, Mr. Thompson, Stevens, my neighbor. Mr. Jackson, oh no! So you're the one who broke into my apartment. Lock him up, Thorndyke. Oh
2: no, wait a minute. Mr. Oh.
5: Are you looking for better, more complete relief from colds? Then here's your answer. Rexall Anapac. Why? Because Anapac combines a well-known antihistamine with time-tested pain relievers known as APC compound. That way, you not only get quick relief from cold symptoms, but you also get it from muscular aches, soreness, and fever that usually accompany a cold. If a cold is making you miserable, start tonight taking Anapac as directed on the label. That's A-N-A-P-A-C. Anapac at Rexall drugstores everywhere. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, to visit your friendly Rexall drugstore. Thank you and good night.
4: See you next Sunday.
5: For one woman in ten with sensitive skin... There's
7: Caranome Hand Cream. Yes, like all of Caranome's specially designed beauty aids, it's hypoallergenic, pure, mild, safe for most sensitive skins. It softens, beautifies, protects. Try Carinome Hand Cream.
5: As advertised in Vogue, Ladies Home Journal, Woman's Home Companion, McCall's, and sold at Rexall drug stores everywhere. Be sure to be with us next Sunday at the same time when your Rexall druggist will again present The Amos and Andy Show. Stay tuned for the Edgar Berg and Charlie McCarthy program, which follows immediately over most of these stations. This is the CBS Radio Network.